This is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. The only way you can really tell that you've won a debate about pop music is if you somehow managed to make the other guy cry. Earbuds and earworms. I'm Amy looking towards the future. Shepard, and this is Mitchell Manley, this year's model. Oh, wait, is it this year's, this year's, or next year's model? Let's let's go with next year's model. I've I've been uh, I'm new and improved over the course of 2018. I, I was like, this yeah. year's model, and now at the end of 2018, I'm next year's model because I'm new and improved. Yeah. So like, Mitchell Manley, next year's model. <laughs> I always feel like really cool about like whenever they're talking about the um, the new car models, and that mm-hmm. always says like the year next year. Yeah, year's next model. year. Yeah, yeah. It's like ooh, cool. But I, I futuristic. Like I'm just trying to like have the oldest car on the block, generally. Right. Yeah. Uh, this year, this theme. I guess it's not this year's theme. It's this episode's theme. Uh, is the year and favorite songs from 2018? Yeah, there's tons of really great stuff that's come out over the course of the year, and. You know, uh, throughout the year, I always have to like argue with people that that say, "Man, there's just no no good music anymore. Good music is is dead," and it's just not true, man. You just have to look for it. It's all out there. Yeah, you just have to kind of like definitely not rely completely on your radio. Right. Sometimes. Yeah, the radio and the television are not going to bring you very much. Well, they're going to give you the same four songs. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> just way overplayed bullcrap. But there's plenty of great stuff in 2018. That's not overplayed. And yeah, not bullcrap. What not overplayed, not bullcrap song did you sing? So I brought a band called Fucked Up, and the name of the song is The One I Want Will Come For Me. Fucked Up is one of my all-time favorite bands. I think we featured them once before on our Summer Songs episode. I think so. Uh, they're a very unique and eclectic band. They started out as a fairly straightforward like punk and hardcore band, but then very soon started blurring the edges. They got three guitar players so that they could stack the really neat guitar harmonies. And like Incrementally, over the last 10 or 15 years, they've gotten more and more progressive with each record. They put out a handful of like full-length concept albums, and then they did a series of eight EPs that's based around the Chinese Zodiac. <laughs> Just really incredible and prolific band. Uh, was the Ox EP really cool? Yeah, Year of the Ox was uh-huh. really great. My favorite is Year of the Rat. Year is that, of the Rat's the is best that yours? One. No, I'm Year of the Rabbit, actually, is oh, me. I'm an Ox. Yeah. You can tell. And then, uh, so yeah, they put out a bunch of those and just a very prolific band. Um, they've long since been like 
incorporating the more melodic influence musically, but on this album called Dose Your Dreams, it's basically their most ambitious album to date and signals like one of the biggest shifts in their sound. They're utilizing less and less of their old singer, Damien. He does a lot of like screamy, yelling, hardcore vocals. And so for this album, they're using a lot more of the melodic vocals and like psychedelic influence musically. Um, I was incredibly excited whenever the whenever the record was released earlier this year, and I actually finally got the chance to see them live in Nashville a couple of months ago, and it was just a very incredible, cathartic show. Like, I almost didn't make it because my car was acting up Aww. on me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to risk it. Yeah. And I did, and it came out fine, and I had such a good time. Wow. I'm proud of that car. It made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy it did. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have guessed someone named Damien was screamy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, this is really kind of anthemic of like this. I think it's like a love lost. And also this concept that the one who will make us happy is not the one who doesn't want to be with us. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, the one who wants to be with us should be the one we want to be with. Um, right. Uh, I think that... Uh, uh, I guess like when you're younger, you're like, oh, this one person who definitely does not like me. I totally want to be with them. But mm-hmm. guess what? If they don't like you, you don't really want to yeah, be exactly. with them. You'll be miserable. The um the guitars are stacked above the vocals in this like nifty way that make like the vocals really echoey. Or mm-hmm. at least I think that's how it works. I yeah. don't know. Uh, It's just... It's really epically epic. It's a big little anthemic thing that, I mean, it's not like cram full of the lyrics and everything. So you get to really sink into the sounds of the guitars. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm not nearly as well, like versed in, in uh, the band fucked up. It's quite I do right. remember having to say that before. So, uh, I brought something a little different. Yeah. Uh, it's LSD's Thunderclouds featuring Sia, Diplo, and Labyrinth. All I need is All I need is a word. All I need is a You turn nouns into words. Where did love go when all is said and done? Where did love go? You put the running into poppy as heck and well it's addictive to listen to it's a sort of a dark subject about anxiety uh in a relationship due to like past experience and somehow it's still like an enjoyable song to me see is always amazing and i know diplo and i don't know if he's like controversial or not i'm not sure i don't know either i can't remember there's some of those djs or i think he's a dj or something i don't know he sounds like he's supposed to be like a lego toy he does (laughs) Um, but I, I've like, I've never heard of Labyrinth. I don't know anything about them. It's a super layered song. It's fun. And the video is very much like a psychedelic LSD trip. Yeah. It's a very trippy video for Mm -hmm. sure. 
First things first, it bothers me that the group is called LSD, but they're credited in a different order. It so bothered me when I typed it out. Yeah, because it should be Labyrinth, Sia, and Diplo, but I yeah. guess Sia is the biggest name. I guess it's mm-hmm. that's how they did they it. They don't want to call their pen SD right. L. <laughs> so yeah, same as you. I love, love, love Sia. I've not listened to much Diplo and have no idea who Labyrinth is. Um, I do like the beachy vibes of this one. But considering that Diplo and Sia are two of the biggest music producers out there right now, I'm actually not as impressed with this song. Like, Sia's music typically much more entrancing. And I don't know, I just think Diplo and Labyrinth are bringing her down in this one. I've got to say. so much more potential. I didn't like this song the first time I heard it. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'll have to listen to it a few Uh, more times. Dakota was, like, playing it hardcore for a while, and all of a sudden, like, when when I want to stare blindly into my computer... And just enjoy something off the internet, I go to that. Yeah. It's either that or Tiny Kitchen Videos. Yeah, Tiny yeah. Kitchen Videos is all right. I love those. Uh, there are so many songs of the year that came out this year mm-hmm. that the Buddies really like. We had quite a few submissions. We had multiple people submit multiple songs, and it's really a great experience. Also, there, I want to give a shout out to Will. <laughs> Uh, Forrest? Will Forrest. Will Forrest, who, you know, suggested Ariana Grande. Yeah. But it's a pretty good song, it too. It's a good one. Uh, it's not in this selection. It's at the top of the show. But Ben, our first ear buddy of this section, uh, brings Cody Rogers' Good Friday. One lang like I don't care. And blame our crunches while we best friends put out an amazing record this year and this song gets me every time i think this song sticks in the good tradition of like country music it's very solidly a country classic style and um you know it's uh there's this tendency of me when i'm the one picking out songs not to pick country songs i'm sorry and uh this song is really really heartfelt and there's this classic yarble that, I, that's what I'm going to call it, a yarble. Mm-hmm. And it makes it much more emotional that many of the more produced albums coming out of Nashville uh, just don't like, seem to just have. doesn't have. Yeah, it doesn't have like that, you know, pull at the heartstring sound. And this one definitely right. does. Yeah, I've, like I said, I've, I've argued with folks a lot recently about the state of current music and especially modern country music. Like radio country is all hip hop beats and it's like the same lyrical content in every song. So I can't really fault people for getting confused, but like independent country is in a golden age right now. Folks like Charlie Crockett, Jason Isbell, Sturgill Simpson, they're pushing boundaries about what makes a great country artist and actually using clever and literate lyrics and interesting chord progressions to drive their songs rather than that same old tripe. Mm-hmm. 
this guy's definitely using some cool major to minor chord shifts that give the song some moodiness. And you'll notice that the snare drum, which is usually like high and tight front and center in a radio country song, is more of a background sound here. And it's played with the snare off. So it makes it a more open and melodic sound rather than like the snappy pop of like a radio country song. It has that sort of quaint vibe of older country, but still tinged with like personality and individuality. Mm-hmm. I think it really sets it apart from a lot of the, the bullshit floating around. And the snare is the little windy things underneath the drum, yes, right? So is it, sti- is it still a, dr- a snare drum if those are off? It technically is because you you, you you flip a switch and it turns it off and then you push the switch back on and it brings them back up. There's a switch on drums? Yeah, there's a switch on your snare drum and it, it takes the snare on and off. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never known that. Sorry. You you were in band. I know. I didn't hang out with drummers. How 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 many years were you in band? Like six and a half. Because I walked off the field on this on my senior year. And at JCM, the band director was a drum. I know. He was I know. one of the best drummers and you didn't. All right. All right, fair <laughs> enough, Amy. Josh H brings shame's dust on trial. Not that I was just shamed or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not all. Uh, I'm not sure at all what the song is about because I did look into the lyrics and I still have no idea what it's about. Uh, the riff makes me love it like so much, and there's you know the it's the, the vocals start out like super deep before getting yeah. a little higher, and it's like super sweet and really enjoyable. Although I have no idea what the meaning is. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely super into this. Actually, it's somewhere between like a post punk and post hardcore, or maybe just like really dark indie rock. I don't know. Either way, definitely, definitely into this vibe. It's got the super earwormy guitar riff, and then the drums do a neat little rhythmic catch that keeps things interesting. And then all the while, the atmosphere of the song is constantly shifting and changing, and it's got the sweepy synth sounds and the dynamics in the vocals. Uh, you know, there's a lot of bands that are experimenting with the same sort of sound. There's a band called Basement, a band called Citizen. Um, but these guys are definitely top tier. I'm definitely going to get this record. Aw, look. We're learning new stuff about 2018. Yeah, and it's shame. About to be shame is a good band. Yeah. Uh, Justin W. brings low-cut Connie's Beverly. I'm screaming your name. Bend over backwards while you watch the game. You're making faces just to feed the flame. It's such a shame. Beverly.
says this feels timeless. It does feel timeless. Like, I almost couldn't believe it came out this year. I thought it was like, maybe he's just trying to say it's the song of his year. Right. And no, it came out this year, and it's very much like Elton John. Mm-hmm. And it's very jaunty and enjoyable. And I'm a big fan of, like, names, like, ladies' names as titles. Yeah, sure. Like Candy Darling and, you know, etc. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I like, I like that. It. Uh, definitely, absolutely, very classic kind of feel to it. The Elton John, Billy Joel vibe, a little bit of like a Bruce Springsteen kind of anthemic quality as yeah, well to I this. Can see it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it seems to encompass an even broader range of influences than just that sort of piano songwriter <laughs> sort of stuff. Uh, there's a tinge of like the overall adult contemporary singer songwriting feel, but the choice of chords and the arrangement of instrumentation and like the really warm production of this. Makes it much more engaging than the standard stuff that, like, you might overhear at a Books a Million or something like that. <laughs> You've been scarred by Books a Million yeah, as well. Yeah, they, they definitely have left a, left a scar on my heart. <laughs> oh. But the books, you still love the books. I do still love books. Will brings Hot Mulligans, How Do You Know It's Not Armadillo Shells. But it's happening, cat. Another friend said, marry me. Well, unknowingly, signing away the life you wanted. I'm glad none of our parents stay together. I hate to be a bummer. Mitchell Manley and I recently disagreed. Now, this is Will's voice. Mm -hmm. Mitchell Manley and I recently disagreed about Journeys Don't Stop Believing. And if one of my songs doesn't get picked, I'm calling prejudice. I'm eye rolling so hard, Will, right now. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say, like, he did emotionally manipulate me because I faked it. He did. (laughs) Yep. You you gave in to his terrorism. I know. I used to, like, I resist a seven year old's terrorism all the time. (laughs) So, uh, how did this come out this year? I really feel like I've heard this song before. Like, was March really like decades ago? It's been a long year. Okay, because this is very pop emo adjacent, and I can kind of appreciate that. It's not at all straight edge, because they mm-hmm. are talking about drinking. Um, is there like a new type of brand, like a brand spanking new version of emo coming out? Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, I would like to break down that like band name, Hot, Hot Mulligan, because... I'm going to a Magic the Gathering uh, party later on today. Yeah. And, you know, if you get, like, garbage cars, you can yeah, mulligan. You take a mulligan. Yeah. And so I'm like, hot mulligan, is it like, were they too spicy? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I guess to... So the argument that Will and, ha- and I had, let me get into that first. Let's break this down. So he was talking about about a minute into Don't Stop Believing by Journey. It's in between the first verse and the second verse. There's a little widdly, widdly, widdly guitar. It's like two notes or three notes that it just kind of trills and hammers on. And it just builds tension between the first and second verse because they don't go to the chorus there. Okay. And Will says that that guitar part is useless. 
But <laughs> I argued that it's because they're not going into that chorus there, which Don't Stop Believing is one of the most right. like fist-pumping, brilliant, anthemic choruses of all time. So it's there to build just enough tension you and tide you engaged. over. Right. It tides you over between those two first verses, the first verse and the second verse, so that whenever that chorus finally comes, it's just a slap. Uh-huh. And so Will is wrong, <laughs> and I am correct. And I can argue why I'm correct and why Will is wrong and for, forever will be wrong. And well, it's because you also have a microphone, too. I also do have a microphone. <laughs> I have a public address system yep. that I can address the public with. <laughs> so, yeah, Hot Mulligan, um, I definitely dig a lot of what they do. Modern Emo is kind of hit or miss for me. There are certain bands I really love, like Modern Baseball. There's a band called Sprainerd that's, that's really, really great. Sounds so gross. Yeah, it is kind of a gross sounding name, and yeah. it's Sprainerd. Uh, but, like... A lot of stuff like that, um, you know, just isn't my jam. A lot of the newer emo scene. I know Will's really into a band called Real Friends, and everyone else seems to love them, but I just can't really get into it. And I know Will's been on a huge kick with this band, Hot Mulligan, for the last couple months. And I've heard a few Hot Mulligan songs that I do like, but this one's just a little too saccharine, I think. And it's got the, like, they got the little chugga-chuggas that they stole from the hardcore kids, and it just seems a little out of place (laughs) and something that otherwise seems kind of heartfelt and sentimental. I think we just need to go back to the good old days of like Saves the Day and Jimmy Eat World or we'll go back even further like Jawbreaker and Cap'n Jazz and The Promise Ring and American Football. That's the real emo. And Right of Spring. Yeah, Right of Spring. That's the good stuff. (laughs) I just feel like the emo, when we start talking emo genres, like you can really like blows can be thrown there oh yeah for yeah. sure I'm, I'm definitely all about the classic emo i'll fight the new emo kids and cut off their swoop haircuts oh wait <laughs> amy has a swoop haircut i'm sorry um craig you feel attacked i do feel attacked uh, craig brings hope's fall indignation and the rise of the arbiter the indignation about you trying to cut off my swoop sure so upset (laughs) uh i'm pretty sure that craig has mentioned multiple times how much he loves hope's fall like and this song seems to be about possibly the class system the economic classes maybe something about the navy Mm -hmm. uh and i did look up when arbiter is and it's someone who settles disagreements so somehow all of that comes together in here right and it means something i'm pretty sure (laughs) But I even looked at the lyrics. I'm sure there's some symbolism in there somewhere to be. It's like the Navy is old or I'm the Navy and I'm old. Something like that. I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah. Hope's Fall was, they were one of my favorites 
of like the mid 2000s melodic hardcore bands on like Equal Vision Records and Trustkill Records. Uh, they had an album called The Satellite Years that got so much play whenever <laughs> I worked at Hot Topic. Uh, they're always much more interesting than their contemporaries. Like their lyrical content was kind of an extra level above their peers. And the incorporation of more melodic and ambient elements kind of set them apart from a pool of bands that were all just playing the same, like chugga chugga reet reet kind of <laughs> hardcore, you know, chugga chugga reet reet reet, chugga 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 reet reet reet. So, yeah, there was a lot of bands doing that. Hope's Fall was a little different. Uh, they had a heavier sound than this back then, and then, but they still kind of capture an air of heaviness amid the more dreamy and like. Like melodic haze, you know. I'm sure if Craig was in the room, he'd give us a proper lesson about their musical evolution. <laughs> and I'd be super into hearing it, honestly. Uh, I'm very surprised to see their name in 2018. Like I said, it was probably 2005 whenever I was listening to them. So they've been around for a long time. And yeah, so I'm surprised to see them in 2018 and even more surprised that the new stuff's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's I not, don't hate it. It's not something that hasn't aged terribly. Like yeah, and like they, they, they've they, actually evolved their sound. They don't sound the exact same. Right. But now, they, I, I kind of like the old sound a little bit better personally. The but nostalgia. I mean, like, right. But I, I have no problem with a band coming out 15 years later with something that sounds completely different. And, you know, they're, they're not stuck in their ways. They're not trying to reinvent the same wheel, you know. What about when No Doubt went all like Jamaican? Yeah, that was a little, that was a little embarrassing, I think. Okay. But so it was just clarifying that was terrible. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Uh, Matt rounds out the Ear Buddies, and he brought Mind Forces Excalibur. said off my album of the year of the same name which i guess is gonna be Excalibur. yeah um i'm notoriously bad at genres but i read a youtube comment that said this is pure hardcore with thrash elements and another one said that riff though and i totally agree with the commenter that said the riff was like super good and i, <laughs> I didn't look but i bet money that that comment is probably matt himself that riff though oh, I, really? I would say if, if we looked it's probably him that said that riff though <laughs> Um, it was just super fun, loud, and complex. Yeah, definitely. But also, I loved that I went into the YouTube comments. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I did that's that. that's doing research. You know, I, you did a little bit of research this week. So I that's researched. Good. Yeah, so Matt has sent me tons of great heaviness this year. And if he sent me this one, I definitely overlooked it because this is way up my alley. Like, I love a good hardcore band, but the thrash elements in this, like, really set it apart, make it far more interesting uh, than, like, most of the pure hardcore bands out there. And then besides the slamming riffs, I do love the vocals in this band as well. There's something very unique about the timbre of the voice. It's not like growly and abrasive. It's just like pissed off, but articulate still. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds kind of like the Melvins or something, but like some other noise rock bands. 
I don't know, it's just very different. I like a lot of the influences that are kind of melding together in this, so I'm going to slam the fuck out of this record for the end of the year. <laughs> Wait, is there snare drum like on or off? Oh, it's definitely on in this band. <laughs> okay. Full force on the snare drum in this. It's like, I wonder if you like check that out each time. Right. I yeah. mean, you'll know. You'll know once, you, once you've heard it. Okay. Well, we did get some feedback this week. Oh, we did. Yes. So here it is. Tea expiring. Since we did not get a response from you, we are just reaching out to you one last time before we close your file and your extended warranty is canceled. Would you like to speak to a warranty specialist? What a weird voicemail to yeah, a podcast. Like, it's like she started talking midway through. And just re- to, renew to... our warranties on, on was, something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Don't need it. No. Don't want it. Don't need it. No. So how about instead our ear buddies send us some voicemails? And Yeah. Instead of, yeah, Craig can give us like the hopes fall breakdown. Yeah, that'd be good. I would like to hear that. Uh, you can find the show Twitter at END Pod and Mitchell. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Wallet. The Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group, which was totally bumping with some amazing conversations. Tons of this great week. stuff this week. So good. Um, the voicemail line, if you want to sell us an extended warranty <laughs> on our car with 150,000 plus miles, uh, that's 731 400 BUDS or 731 400 2837. And if you want to email the show, it's endpod at gmail.com and we're on the interwebs, endpod.com, uh, part of the 10710 Network. What's our final song? So I'm going to leave us with a lady named Haley Hendricks. That is That does not look like a her. Name. Her last name, she spells it very stylistically. There's a bunch of extra letters. But mm-hmm. if you Google Hendricks in the traditional H-E-N-D-R-I-X, like Jimi Hendrix, she'll still come up, but okay. you will find that she stylizes her last name in a very silly way yeah uh the song is called um shalala um our ear buddy john scott turned me on to this record earlier this year and i somehow kind of forgot all about it over the course of a few months until a few days ago john posted his year-end picks for best albums of 2018 and this is one of the contenders uh Haley hendrix somehow mixes the energy of like a contemporary indie songwriter like courtney barnett who came out with a new album this year yeah, too. also a great uh album this year mm-hmm. But she mixes it with something a little more classic and soulful. She kind of reminds me of Joni Mitchell a lot uh, in the songwriting and in the way she sings. Uh, I definitely won't let this record slip my mind again. And hopefully our ear buddies like it enough to check out the whole record as well. So I'm going to leave you with Haley Hendrix and the song called Um Shalala. Of all that I've dreamed of the brink of my existence Essentially it's a comedy, the gap in my teeth And all that I can cling to, the milk is sour Shalala, um, um, shalala, um, shalala, um, um, shalala The milk is sour with olives on my thumbs And all that I've stuck to and all that I've clung to I thought like a this world that I've trusted has been over and busted and rested by an arbitrary sonogram. Shalala, ooh, ooh, shalala, ooh, shalala, ooh, ooh, shalala, ooh, shalala, ooh, ooh, shalala, ooh, shalala, ooh, ooh,
Something's gonna happen. She'll never write a number on a crumpled up napkin. She'll never be your ego. She'll never be a bandit. She'll never get to eat you like your heart's a pomegranate. I'm throwing out the milk. The olives got old. I'm tired of my mind getting heavy with mold. I need to start a garden. I need to start a garden. Start a garden in my backyard. I'm gonna start a garden in my backyard. 'Cause making this song up is just as hard. 'Cause making this song up is just as hard. There's a switch on drums. Yeah, there's a switch on your snare drum, and it it takes the snare on and off. Oh my god! Yeah, I've never known that. 